0: You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Dear saints of God, faith is our topic tonight. I remember uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, I played on the football team, and uh, we were very, very bad. In fact, uh, just about every game that we played was a homecoming game because all the other teams wanted to have a victory on their homecoming. I think we won two games that season, just barely. The reason why we're so bad is because we didn't have any good players. We were all basically terrible. We didn't have a quarterback. We didn't have a running back. We, didn't have any, we just didn't have any really good players. And so the way that the coach tried to address the problem was by making every single play that we did a trick play. So you never knew where the ball was. It was amazing to see. I mean, it was a complicated scheme that he came up with. But it was, you would have a, a running back and a running back and a tailback and the, and no quarterback. And the center would snap the ball to different people every time. And when you would catch the ball, I, sometimes I'd be in the backfield or a end or a wing or something like this. And when he'd snap the ball, the first thing that everybody did was spin around backwards, so you had no idea, and everyone started crossing this way and that, and we knew that we couldn't actually beat the other team just by running at them with the ball. You had to get them to where they're like, we don't know what to do, and then you can sneak around and get a couple of yards. So the, you know, we had spinner, I remember the play, spinner one, spinner eight, spinner four, spinner nine cross, and everything was spinning, and it was, it was just, the whole thing was misdirection. It didn't help. But it pointed out, and this is the best thing you can do, when you don't have strength or wisdom, you simply try to fool people. Now, this is, I think, a picture, my softball football team, is a picture of how the devil's kingdom works. (laughs) He, every play is a spinner play. Everything he does is an act of deception. He doesn't want you to know what's going on. He wants you to be confused. Now, this is why, one of the reasons why it's so hard to pin down how the devil attacks us, because he attacks us in every different direction. And he loves to always work with lies and tricks. He loves to work in the dark. Remember how Jesus says it, that men love the darkness more than the light, because their deeds were evil. So the, the devil loves to have us under the cloak of darkness. He, to, he loves to have us confused. He loves to come at us from this direction and then this direction, we don't know where, where he's going. Now, what this means is that to, to, to figure out how the devil works, to figure out the strategy of the devil you cannot look at what he's doing. Because he's doing one thing one day and something different the next day. It's always changing and always shifting. Martin Luther says in the large catechism that the devil is the master of a thousand arts. I'll get you this way and that way. If you want to know what the devil is doing, the, the only way to actually get our heads around it and, and try to sort out how it works is to look at the thing that he attacks. And and when we see what he attacks, then we can see what he's up to. And what he attacks is what the Lord gives. To to think of it like this, If if you had the job of hunting demons, which I hope that actually you never have that job, but let's say you have the job of hunting demons and you are alive at the time of Jesus. And your job is to go and find the demons. Find the demon-possessed people. You, if you just went out into the wilderness looking for them, you'd never find them. If you just went in the tombs or the houses of the cities and you're looking for them, you wouldn't find them. The best strategy to find the demons is just to stick with Jesus and they'll come. <laughs> They're drawn to him. The devil is drawn to God and to what is good. He's drawn. The, the, the demons are drawn like moths to the light. Even if it will be their destruction, they're simply drawn to it. So if you were with Jesus, then you would see all of the demoniacs and all of the demons simply coming out of the woodwork. So, if we want to know where the devil attacks and how the devil attacks, we just have to look at what God does, what God gives. Now, there's a lot of different ways to do that, but what we're going to do in these midweek services is consider these three chief works of God. Faith, love, and hope. These are his gifts. This is what he does. And when we consider faith, we, we see that the devil attacks faith. And we can see how, that we're going to talk about tonight. And when we consider love, we can consider how the devil will attack our love. And when we think about hope, we can see how the devil attacks our hope. In fact, we can, we can say it, I think, cleanly like this. The devil attacks our faith by unbelief and despair. He attacks our love by sin and by anger. And he attacks our hope by suffering and despair. So faith, and the devil's attack on faith. We remember this parable that Jesus tells, that the sower went out to sow the seed, remember? The sower goes out to sow the seed, and some seed falls on the path, and the birds come and snatch it up, and Jesus says, the birds are the devil. And they come and they catch the word before it sinks into the heart, before it's even understood. This is how the devil attacks the faith, is is by attacking the word of God the word of God that comes to you. Now, there's a little verse in in St. Paul. He's writing in 1 Thessalonians. And he's talking about how people who rejected the Lord's word were handed over to delusion so that they would believe, and this is a mystery, Paul says they were handed over so that they would believe the lie. Singular. One Lie. Now that text is tricky. Uh, it's tricky because it seems like the devil has a million different lies. It seems like the devil has a, just an almost uncountable amount of lies. But remember how, if we start to figure out, well, what is it that the devil lies about? The way to figure it out is just to say, what is the truth? Because we can't sort out every single different lie that the devil is going to tell us. We, we only can sort out what is true. And we'll see how he attacks it. There was, I heard, uh, this is a, I think I might have mentioned this before. but uh, In fact, I think my, my father-in-law told me this. He was a bank teller uh, when he was younger. And so he had to you know exchange all the money and everything else like this. And a lot of times they would have, well, maybe not a lot of times, but sometimes they would have counterfeit money come in. And he said that the way that they train them to identify the counterfeit money is you can't learn every different kind of counterfeit because there'll just be a new one that's coming around the block. You can't sort that out. The way that you sort it out is you become so familiar with what the what the real truthful dollar bill looks like that you can spot a counterfeit. Now that makes sense, right? So this is how it is with the devil. What is the lie? Well, the lie is anything that is counterfeit of the truth. And I think we can reduce this lie that Paul is talking about down to to any opposition to one particular statement of truth. And that statement is this. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the Savior. This is the basic and most fundamental confession of the Christian faith. Jesus is the Savior, or Christ is Lord, which means the same exact thing. Now, the devil can attack that in a hundred different ways. And we can just imagine a few of them. Jesus is the Savior. The devil can say, well, no, Jesus isn't the Savior. There's a different Savior. Uh, Muhammad is the Savior. Or, or, or Krishna is the Savior. Or Buddha is the Savior. Or, or your money is your Savior. Or your good works are your Savior. Or you are your Savior. Or, or the devil can attack it this way. He can say, you don't need saving. He could say, he could say, he could change the word the in there and change it to a. Jesus is a savior, a savior among many saviors. All roads lead to heaven or whatever. Or he can change the word savior. Make Jesus something totally different. Change savior to really nice guy. Jesus is the really nice guy. Or Jesus is the life coach or Jesus is the one who, who makes all your dreams come true or whatever you want it to be. He he can distort this truth in any different way, and all of it amounts to the lie. The devil's attack on the faith. The thing that is true and good. That Jesus is the Savior. Because the devil, and look, the devil is content for you to know everything in the world as long as you don't know that that Jesus is the Savior. In fact, in fact, the devil will let it get really close to you, but just deflect it just slightly and say, Jesus is, is their Savior, but not mine. I've sinned too much. I've, I've broken God's law too many times. I've made myself unholy and unclean. I've deserved his wrath and his punishment. Jesus, my be a Savior. He might be the Savior of the world. He might be the Savior of everyone else, but He's not the Savior for me. That's what what the devil wants to, to tell us, to lie to us, but it is not true. Jesus is your Savior. Your Redeemer. Your Lord and God. His blood covers your sin. Yours. His death is Your life. His suffering is your redemption. It belongs to you. And in a kind of marvelous twist, the Lord Jesus, your Lord Jesus, takes the very lie that the devil attacks and he uses it to beat him down. (laughs) Because it is this word and this promise that overcomes the devil, and his kingdom, and his darkness, and everything else. There is one little word that fouls him, and this is the word, that Jesus is the Savior. The one who forgives sins. By, by this world, remember how it was in Revelation 12, this, oh, this beautiful thing. It says, they overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony and they didn't love their lives unto death. It is the word that casts out the devil. It is the word that overcomes his kingdom. It is the word that crushes the devil's head and saves us. The very word that the devil attacks is the word that that destroys Him and gives us life. So we rejoice in this. In the faith, once for all, delivered to the saints. In the faith, once for all, delivered to you. It's your armor of light. It's your helmet of salvation. It is your protection and your peace. It's the shelter in which you stand. It's the the sword that you wield. It is the word that says, this thing that is true true above every truth that will stand forever, and it is that Jesus is your Savior. This will stand. And in this word, in this faith, you will stand. You'll stand against the assaults of the devil. You'll stand even when the mountains are falling over on the last day, you'll stand before the judgment seat of God and you will stand before the presence of God in eternity in this word, in this truth, and in this faith. God be praised. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.